Hey everybody, welcome to Don't Make Me Come Back There. We are a funny podcast about family. My name oh, yeah. is Dustin Nickerson. I'm a stand-up comedian and mm-hmm. the host of aforementioned podcast, mm. the one that you are currently listening to. Thank <laughs> the Lord, we got bills to pay. And uh, alongside me is Stephen English, the Hallelujah. artist and producer formerly known as CT English. He... Uh, <laughs> He is the producer of the, this podcast. Yeah. And he is a stand up comedian. Yeah. And and sometimes people uh, wonder where they can find you on the social media. And I also wonder that too because you never use it. But I'd you never. are Mr. English Comedy. That's it. On Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> yeah, Twitter. I think I have four tweets. Four tweets in history. But they're all but they're fire. So they're all good. so fire. Fire, 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 <laughs> fire. Uh, today, everybody, we have. Uh, a return guest, a friend of the podcast, and a good yeah. friend of me, um, a good friend of me, uh, <laughs> Zoltan Cassis, ladies and gentlemen. Make yeah. it loud for Zoltan <sighs> Cassis. I introduce him almost every Tuesday because he does my show at Lestats almost every Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, Zoltan, you can follow on Instagram and Twitter. Same handle, Zoltan Comedy. Z O L T A N Comedy. I think you can take it from there. <laughs> Zoltan is a very funny comedian. He has been uh, seen on television a few times. You yeah. may have seen him from his uh, very uh, popular and uh, dry bar clips, like 20 plus million views. Crazy. Uh, and he's the winner of the Seattle Comedy Festival, Inter Competition Festival thing. There's a thing in Seattle he won. Um, <laughs> And Zoltan is a dear friend of mine and a big comedy influence of mine. And we recorded this podcast in Modesto, California. Whoa, bragger. Bregan, the Modesto bragger. Nuts. <laughs> one of oh, the yeah. most, more iconic uh, minor league teams. Yeah. Uh, Zoltan and I were doing a show up there. We were doing a fundraiser show. He was opening for me, which I hadn't. It was very nice of me to ask him and uh, very uh, daring of me to ask him because I have no <laughs> business following Zoltan. On a show, um, the hotel that we were uh, sharing in Modesto, it was a Fairfield Inn and Suites. Yeah. Mm, wow. Definitely bragging. Wow. Yeah. It was near a gas station across the street <laughs> they always from a gas are. station. They always are. Yeah. Yep. They really, <laughs> you, there's a lot of these hotels that you just go, this just exists to be right off the freeway. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is like one of those hotels that exists for being one of the ones that someone goes, drive as far as you can. And also like newly divorced dad's <laughs> hotel. <laughs> like you can't, you got to get out and you're yeah. like, all right, well, there's Fairfield and Suites yep. down the street. Yep, this yeah. is this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you visit. get kicked out of your house? Come yeah. on in. And that's where the kids visit. Every other weekend, <laughs> we got a pool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Watch out for needles in the pool. <laughs> we found a needle in our baseball field yesterday. The one over here? Yeah, at Rolando. <laughs> There's a lot of homeless people that sit in that I was like so naive to it, uh, too. Like we walked by and I was like, Melissa was like, that's a needle. Yeah. And I was like, but I didn't see the pointy part. You know, it's just the syringe. Yeah, yeah. And like, I'm really naive. I was like, nah, I think it's the inside of a pen. <laughs> they did have those pens back yeah, in the day. Yeah, like yeah, those, yeah. They yeah. kind of look like that. <laughs> and then there was like a nurse. He's like, no, that's definitely... <laughs> And I was like, but where's the pointy? Where's the needle part? They're like, right. yeah, probably in an arm somewhere, <laughs> you know? Anyways, uh, it's a good baseball field, but, you know, there's a lot of homeless people in San Diego. And, Tons. And the yeah. baseball field has a bathroom that you can, is locked, but you can sneak under the door. Well, that like, doesn't. It doesn't. You might as well not even lock, <laughs> just, lock yeah, at that point. Don't even, just making them dirty yeah, when they get in there. It's a public restroom yeah. at that point. Yeah, yeah you yeah. might as well. 
Anyways, that's not where we plan on going. <laughs> this episode with Zoltan was very fun. We talked uh, a lot about comedy. We talked a lot about travel. Yeah. Uh, we talked about some parenting stuff, even though he's not a parent. I asked him if it was okay if I read my daughter's diary or not. He said no, and I said, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Love your opinions on that. Um, so anyway, Zoltan's uh, he's, a, he's as funny as it gets, and this is a, a good episode with him. Uh, we wanted to start off by reading a couple emails from you guys. We love when you guys email us at don't make me come back there at gmail.com. Oh, real quick, did you what do you think of the new Joker preview? Did you see that? I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be so good. I think it's going to be really, really good. And like a little scary. Yeah. But like, I think it's gonna be great because it's uh, it's just it's it's a, it's a it's a much it's I think it's much more realistic. Like everyone's like, oh, like the Dark Knight's so realistic, and it's like, nah. But this is like actually like yeah. very. This seems like actually because there's no bad realistic. Yeah, because the Joker's like, very like a real. realistic idea. But yeah, Batman is not. Yeah, it seems very very real. I can't wait. And Joaquin Phoenix is legit one of the goats. Like he's. Yeah, and I Fantastic. think the only, right, because part of the beauty, we're going to go a little nerdy on comic book stuff here, is like there's never been, if you guys don't read comic books, so comic, uh, there's canon and non-canon. Sure. And canon is, hey, this is what we consider to be the true stories. This right. is what's actually happening. But they always have these alternate universe tales yeah. and things. And in canon, they've never really given the Joker an origin story. Not even a name or anything. Yeah, not, yeah, no yeah, name yeah. even. None yeah. of it. But there's alternate universes. Killing Joke. Killing Joke is what Great. this one looks like it's based off of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the sure. only career they've ever given the Joker <laughs> is failing stand-up <laughs> comedian. <laughs> that's the only one. Yeah. And that's what it looks like they're going to do. Yeah, oh, for because sure. Because yeah, in yeah. The Killing Joke, he is a husband. Yeah. And he has a kid. And he's a failing stand-up comedian. And so he goes to a life of crime to try and make some money. <laughs> And in this one, it looks as if he's got a mental illness, but he wants to be funny. Right. And I was and like, we, and we definitely know that person. So the idea that a failing stand-up comedian would become like a narcissistic, fame-seeking, yeah. homicidal maniac, like, is not even a stretch. It's not even. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, definitely. Yeah, it's almost too real. I, when, like, I was like, it's almost too on the nose. Just seeing him, like with the, the clip where he's like on stage, and yeah. you look down, and you're like, I've seen that face before. Oh, like gosh. that face where it's like, oh yeah, man, if you don't a lot laugh. Of open mics. <laughs> seen it at a lot of open mics. Gary Goldman is the guy who's on stage before that, though. Oh really? The great Gary Goldman, oh, who wow. one day we will hopefully have on this podcast after we yeah. get a few more downloads. Yeah. What? Well, I'm just kidding. You guys are doing great. Yeah. Okay, let's read some podcasts for sure read some podcasts let's read some emails this one comes from rick in san diego hey rick uh from a podcast this subject mm -hmm. this is in referencing from something in previous coronado 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 was an island oh so this was a highly debated thing where you were telling me it's not it's, an it's island a, it's missed Stephen english might want to know that coronado well, was first of all an first island. of all i don't like it's already kind of it's aggressive actually he said Stephen e too he didn't even type Ooh, out your whole that last seems name seems aggressive how you yeah. came at me rick yeah stevie <laughs> was an island it was connected to the city of imperial beach by the man-made silver strand uh -huh. also north island and coronado island were once separate islands but it was filled uh, in between to make one bigger island. Also, if you type in Coronado Coronado Islands with an S, you see info about the four Coronado Islands just off the coast of Mexico that you can see from San Diego. I know this mostly because of hiking all the beaches of San Diego. And finally, there is an old Zealand. <laughs> Zealand is the... This is from one episode. 
the westernmost province of the Netherlands. Zeeland is also made of islands, and it uh, its name means sea land in Dutch. Dang. Wow. We just got taken to school. <laughs> I made a joke like, oh, New Zealand. There's no old Zealand. Incorrect. Yeah. And you're I like, know. apparently it's so it's naturally an island. Yeah. yeah it yeah. got like a cosmetic job done. It's like it, it had a bad <laughs> nose and now it has a good nose. Right, but right. really under there is a and bad nose. And now it's connected nose. to IB, which is like. Of all the things you should have done without. <laughs> you should have just gone over it and gone to Mission or yeah. La Jolla. La Jolla is always a little crowded, though. Oh. Coronado is our best beach, but it by is, far. It, but it's also the most stingray heavy. That's true, and also sometimes you can get there, and it's like kind of the sewage from uh, yeah Mexico. But Coronado out. Brewing Company, they make the best Lacroix. Of the Lacroix, <laughs> they make the best Lacroix. Okay, that's one of six emails we're All gonna right. read. Um, this one uh, is just says uh, uh, white names in parentheses dusty slash rusty. <laughs> this is a short one. Rustin does exist, because I think I made fun of that right, episode. Right, right. Uh, and yes, he is white. <laughs> <laughs> and then he sent a uh, screenshot of this guy's profile. And then, uh, uh, anyway, I'm not going to say that whole guy's name, but Rustin is apparently, there's a Rustin Way, that's a street in Tacoma. But, right. And he also says, great podcast, by the way. I love your interviews and your conversations with non-Christians and how you hear them uh, out about don't compromise your faith, keep it up. That's a very nice email, but let me say this. Um, on that idea, I think sometimes people are like, oh, you know, um, people who are like listening to this podcast and are like, Dustin's a Christian who's like in out there, like sharing the gospel and 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 and, you know, ministering to non-Christians and right. and, uh, and not compromising faith and listening to them out. Like, that's not what this podcast is. And that's yeah. not to belittle anybody. Um I like talking to people. Yeah. I like hearing people's stories. Uh, none of the these these conversations are just that. I've said we we intentionally say this podcast is not. They're not interviews. They're conversations. Yeah. That means they're also not debates. Yeah. Um. I'm never. You will probably never really hear me argue with anybody on this podcast. Yeah. Just with like, me when the podcast when is the over. podcast is yeah. late. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You texted me this week. You're like, I'm going to get it done Sunday. You texted oh, yeah. me Monday, 9 p.m. <laughs> Shazam was great. Sorry, the podcast is running late. Anyway. <laughs> um, but that's not what this podcast is. And uh, and maybe, you know, some more of my conservative Christian listeners uh, might say, uh, might disagree with that, and that's fine. I always take to heart the idea that Jesus had a title called Friend of Sinners, and I always like that idea that uh, yeah. he was just friends. That's why He's, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> you are a great <laughs> sinner. So thank you for the email. Thank you for being a backseater. For sure. Uh, I don't view this thing, uh, this this podcast as anything that would ever compromise my faith um, because we're just letting people talk, and yeah. we want to get to know, and if there's nothing more valuable than hearing people's point of views. Um, next one, uh, This uh, we have a few more left. Uh, this one comes from Laura. Laura says, I really, I'm really loving your podcast. Thanks for making a podcast that is relatable and that is clean enough that I can listen to with my crazy six-year-old twins around. That's the type. You know what? I would like to that to be our new official branding, clean enough. Clean enough. <laughs> yeah. You know, a clean enough podcast. Yeah. We don't censor guests in the sense that we tell them don't go to certain topics, but we sure. will bleep the bleep out of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're getting real bleepy. I'm looking at you, AG. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Wayne Davis, yeah. Trenton Davis, the Davises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there was some bleep in. You you Oof, earned your man. paycheck on that one. O working overtime. And Billy, you missed one. <laughs> That's how many it was. Well, I was listening to it double time just to like make sure I didn't miss anything. And yeah. how he said it when it 
when it shortened it, it didn't sound. You can't catch every cuss on double speed. Just so you know, any fledgling podcast producers out there, you'll miss a cuss every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, a cuss. <laughs> you'll miss a cursed. Yeah, well, you do a great job, and oh, I'm thankful for shucks. it. Make sure you edit that out of this. Uh, <laughs> two more. Hey, I'm really grateful for your podcast. This is a good one. I like this one a lot. Um, I currently have two twin toddlers. Yikes. Wait, two sets of twins? No, no, just two oh, twins. Oh, yeah. okay. Two, they're twins. Two okay. twin Tylers. I find myself tired and exhausted every day, not getting enough sleep and struggling. One of the biggest challenges that I find over and over is the messes that they make. Do you have any recommendations? I saw it. I you saw, saw it that coming. one coming? I saw that one coming. <laughs> I saw it coming. Because you didn't it. look at me because you're reading and I was like, I knew it was going to be one of them. Because you said two more and I was like, it's going to be on this one. Oh, okay. Well, that was one of the first times you've ever seen it coming. That was a fake email. <laughs> Man, I thought you were going to believe it on that one because I've never tried to do it through a fake email. No, I have tried to do it yes, through a fake email. Yes, you definitely have. Dang yeah. it, Miley, you saw my tricks. Regardless, you guys, if you're not familiar with Munchie Mug, let me tell you about Munchie Mug. Munchie Mug is the best spill proof cup on the market. It is so great for kids, young and old. If that kid's messy, you need it. If it's a messy 17-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, you know, put yeah. a full steak in there. <laughs> Don't spill this steak. It's it's great. It really is fantastic. We use it a lot, Mike. Uh, you know, you know what you know the most practical use we have for it is let's get real nitty gritty here, is my uh like a midday, if like my wife has to like uh, go crank an email or has to go get ready, you take a shower or something like that. You throw the kid on the iPad yeah. and with the munchie mug, not going to make a mess. Oh, yeah. Now, don't sure. let that iPad raise your kid. But I'm just saying there are times where your kid <laughs> wants to sit on the couch and they, they want to have a snack. Munchie mug is the thing for, for you. For sure. They're not going to make a mess. It's going to save you a lot of time and it can save you a lot of money. So go to munchiemug.com. M-U-N-C-H-I-E mug.com munchiemug.com check out all the different colors and varieties they have there uh, learn about the product see that they have free shipping and type in don't make me there's no apostrophe in that all one word don't make me promo code you're going to get 25% off your entire your whole order right there yep. final last email that we have right here uh, this is this is it hey I love your podcasts boom that's the whole <laughs> <laughs> sit for my iPad <laughs> iPod. iPod. Send from my iPod. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the email. I love this so much. Fantastic. Guys, please rate and subscribe uh, us on iTunes or wherever you happen to listen to things. Enjoy this episode. Uh, shoot us emails that don't make me come back there at gmail.com. Follow us on all social media. Yeah. Thank you guys and enjoy this episode with my good buddy Zoltan Cassis. Sure. Of the green rooms that I've recorded in and the green rooms that I've been in, this one has probably certainly the largest cross. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, describe for the folks what we're looking at here. Because <laughs> this has to be to scale. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, I guess maybe that's the idea is to, you know, put the fear of God in you. Those uh, are railroad spikes, a couple yeah, of them. That's a, oh, yeah. The big ones. And then they have nails. Yeah. This is a big... Um, you know, it's hard to, to ease into some funny talk about family when you're like, this is what your sin did. Yeah. Just right there looking at you. Yeah. Like I, do you have a pain in your chest <laughs> or is that from the Jamba juice? Because, uh, I definitely feel it. <laughs> it's a sinking Modesto sadness. No. So, uh, this, so we're in Modesto, California right now. Mm-hmm. What was the joke you said earlier about? You have to, uh, you know, the town is small where you have to say the state. Because <laughs> if we were in Boston, you wouldn't say Massachusetts. If we were in Miami, you wouldn't say Florida. What are you in Seattle? Yeah. Portland? Seattle. Yeah. Los Angeles? Modesto, San Diego? California. Dallas, Houston, Modesto, California. Oh. And you know where I came up with that? 
in the hotel room, you were on the phone with your mom. I was mm-hmm. in the bathroom doing a number two. Yeah. And I heard through the walls uh, that you were uh, thank going. Thank you for noting in there that I called my mom. That really looks me makes me look yeah. good on the podcast. You were calling your mom. You're calling while, your mom. While I was in the fetal position. Uh, in the <laughs> while bathroom. you were going to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Dehydrated. <laughs> trying to push out some Denny's. Too many uh, LaCroix. Yeah, too many LaCroix. Hit the LaCroix yeah. pretty hard. Uh, and I just heard you without a pause go oh right now i'm in modesto california and i'm like yeah you do have to say the state <laughs> you do have to say the state yeah if you just said modesto if you're not a west coaster yeah, they're like, well, in california, what is that a bar and grill <laughs> yeah a modesto <laughs> a modesto sounds like a sandwich yeah i'll take a modesto yeah oh i'm not sure if i want the the monte carlo or the modesto <laughs> yeah, the, the monte cristo <laughs> the monte yeah. cristo yeah monte carlo yeah i want the monte no i'll do the modesto it's the same thing with with uh what do they add to it? Some sprouts. It's actually what they take out so you can gum it down. <laughs> <laughs> if you've never been to Modesto, that won't make sense. The um, it's a lot of small. It's it's funny because it's not a small town compared to the cities it's around. Sure. But us big town city folk, yeah, come in here thinking. But it's it's one of those towns that, you know, the it's like we were talking about earlier with like Route 60, Route sixty six. Now, the 99 runs through here, yeah, and uh, the trains run through here, yeah, and that's where people they, how used to travel in California. Yeah, that used to be the heart of it. Yeah, yeah. and now I five. Yep, and now it's all Sacramento. <laughs> yeah, Stockton. You know all the f- fancy stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those cities aren't any better. They just have two buildings that are bigger. Yeah, they have what they call interstates, <laughs> and this is just an old-fashioned highway. They have one slightly nicer double tree. That's true. And all the state employees. And yep. a river. A river. <laughs> was, I noticed yesterday, because we, uh, we were wearing matching tracksuits, yes. which we didn't get a photo Unintentionally, of. Unintentionally, I know. Well, we just travel the same way. We do. Yeah. We which, are... everyone travels that way now. You dress like you're working out, but no one's working out. But that's out. changed, right? What like, do you mean? Don't you feel like people used to fly nicer? Yeah, yeah. In the 50s, people would wear three-piece suits. <laughs> They're like, this fancy travel. I, I, I think it might have been required. Early I on. think so. I think there's probably a dress code. Yeah, my dad, because he, my dad worked for Alaska Airlines, and so we grew up flying standby. Mm-hmm. And the old standby rules were you had to dress nice, or they wouldn't let you on. Wow. Which was weird because like they. Don't so you're just like Sunday school nice to yeah. go fly. Wow. Yeah, really, really pretty. We're dressed up pretty nice, as nice as a Nickerson can get. <laughs> Still pretty trashy. <laughs> Gussied up. <laughs> So uh, that was like an old carryover, and now it's like, do you, are, is most your skin clothed? Yeah, yeah. But every, I think people wear as much as they can on planes, absolutely, because like, you want to yeah. be snuggled. Right. Well, also because it doesn't matter if you're flying in December or August, airports are freezing. Yes, the Atlanta airport, especially. I was there in. Uh, it was in the winter, yeah, and they were blasting the AC, <laughs> and I'm like, who is this for? Well, and on a plane, you will go from being hot to cold in Very 10 quickly. seconds. Yep. The hottest of hot, and you will yeah. sweat both ends. Yeah. You'll be freezing, and then two big people get on and exhale, as <laughs> and then you just immediately remove a jacket. As they, <sighs> as they turn the heat on. Yeah. Because they, like, they wait to warm up the plane, so when you first get on, it's really cold. Yep. And then that butt, that puppy warms up. You put 150 people in a tube, that's yeah. a little stuffy. And then you try and take your sweatshirt off and your whole shirt. I've told you when that happened to me. Yeah, your whole shirt comes <laughs> up. And then I, I, I tried to pull the sweatshirt up, and it was already a risky move. In a, It's already tight quarters. Yep. You know, like in public, I 
and when I know I need to take the sweatshirt off, I'll tuck the t-shirt in. Sure. But so the, you're ready. But I'm bent over. Yeah. You know, I'm folded over. I can't really tuck the shirt in without it looking pretty inappropriate. Yep. Uh, so I, I take the sweatshirt off. And, now and you're naked. it pulls the whole. <laughs> it grabs like a, you know, like when the claw goes down into the <laughs> yes. machine to get a stuffed animal. And it you grabs finally won. Full grip, and I and and <sighs> but I tried. I told myself like do it fast. Yeah. Which was a mistake. So I didn't ease into it. I just all of a sudden, and this is like midday, so nobody was sleeping. Uh, I find myself with my sweatshirt and my t-shirt around my head. <laughs> <laughs> nightmare what you're talking about right so now. i'm just bare nipple and just jelly rolls just hair everything just all out and i can't get out of it i'm trapped in oh it oh my and and i i don't know what to do but yeah. i'm and i'm so i'm wrestling through and now you just want to cancel the flight well, yeah i'm like can i crash the plane yeah. so people will forget about can this you walk me off this plane i can't see yeah. and get me in an uber yeah so I'm wrestling. Do I bring it down? Because <laughs> I'm already, I've already humiliated myself. <laughs> but then I'm, because I, I pause. I've, I've held it up to my shoulders. Now I'm pausing to think through the decision. Wow. Just more people have more time to look at my hairy nipples. <laughs> and, and it's up. And I go. Well, I want the sweatshirt off. Right. And so I just pull the whole thing off. <laughs> and now I have taken my shirt and t-shirt completely <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't be as funny as it is. So now, I have tears I, in my head. Now, <laughs> I would be laughing this hard if we were flying together and I saw that happen. I'd be shaking a stranger's shoulders going, can you believe this? Now I have no shirt on. You're just plane. naked on the plane. <laughs> the only thing better is if you would have had to fish your glasses out of the sleeves. <laughs> But, and it's, <laughs> and I remember the flight attendant walked by of course, and kind of gave me one of like a, is everything all right? And I just gave her a little hand. She knew what had happened because I was still holding all the chaos in my hands. <laughs> my shirt's in here. So now it took me about probably 30 seconds to a minute to uh. unravel my t-shirt from the sweatshirt and I'm sweating more than ever now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're breaking out knives for all these people. <laughs> I have the attention of my row. You have the whole everyone flight. in the row and people behind you, and and people behind me. And then I notice a couple people looking back, like sure. word is starting to spread. Yeah. And then I get guy. that t-shirt on inside out, but I don't care. <laughs> so I just flew with an inside out t-shirt. The rest was of the it really flight. inside out? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. Just deodorant stains on the outside. Yeah. That's where you want it. That oh. I can't top that. Yeah, well, as far as embarrassing flight stories, that's number one. And the brutal part was it was we were thirty minutes into the three hour flight. Yeah. We weren't near the end. Nope. You know, and I was you like, You couldn't ah, get those headphones on fast. Hopefully enough. they watch a movie and forget about this. Uh yeah. <sighs> but I was gonna ask you, so when you're in towns like this, because I you know, cause you, you you know, we've talked about it before, you because you've been on the podcast before. Yeah. You grew up in sub in Cities and suburban areas. Yeah, I grew up in San Marcos, which is now bigger, but it was a it was right. a cow town. And then you were Pittsburgh before that. Yeah, and then you were Budapest before that. Sure. Yeah, but you don't remember much of that. No. Uh, but so when I'm in, well, I mean, did you say San Marcos is cow town? It used to be. Okay. Like we used to have a dairy. So does it feel like this a little bit, or 
it uh, see or you were closer to a big city so yeah. it, it felt different it still felt not so much like this i didn't really notice it at the time until i moved and then mm-hmm. I lived down in Hillcrest, like in the city. Right. And then I came up and visited, and I'm like, oh, yeah. it was a cat At least town. Hicks. Yeah, everyone's yeah. got a lifted pickup truck. And yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, a lot of truck, build lot of truck nuts. And, yeah, people love Monster Energy. Like, <laughs> yeah. They love the brand of it, too. Yeah, they, they wear, wear the shirts. shirts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I've never had a soda where I was like, yeah, yeah. we need a shirt. Yeah, they go to Petco Park, not for the Padres, but for the monster trucks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're like, uh, we just, if we come to three of these games, I think we get into the monster truck. <laughs> monster. Monster. The, um, so, so when yeah. you're in towns like this, I mean, I always, because like I joked earlier, like I feel like I'm constantly touring cities and the ones like here where I have a little bit of a fan base, but it's only in cities that like are a little, like they don't have bird scooters. Right, right, they right. They haven't made it yet. Yeah, they're or, or they're not there. But then you get here and they're all normal people, of course. But of course. Uh, I, I picture my life in here. Like, I'm like, oh, what would it be like if I lived here? Do you ever do that when you're just yeah. in these towns and you're like, well, I know what if what I was li- married or I raised a family here. Right. I know what my life would be. It would be what I was doing before working at like a warehouse. Right. Or working at a mechanic shop. Yeah. Which I'm not knocking these gigs. I'm just saying that's what I'd be doing. Yeah. Yeah. And then just kind of. It's and that's been, OK. If I've you're been okay doing, doing that, right? No, no, I wouldn't. Uh, no, no, no. If you're okay doing that. Oh no, it's the absolutely. word on the sign. What was the? Uh, what was Modesto's health? Hell, uh, water. No, it was, first was water. Water. It's the order that's important. Water. Water. Wealth. Wealth. Contentment. Health. Yeah. Which, by the way, we're doing my opening minute right now. Yeah, yeah. We're working this out <laughs> yeah, right now. We're gonna work this out. Yeah, hey, we saw your sign. Yeah. Uh, I already know the hand gestures. Yeah, oh, yeah. I saw yeah. that uh, sign downtown. By the way, the second one, wealth. Uh, I don't know if you've walked downtown. <laughs> Don't, oh, <laughs> don't do that at this show. Oh no! All no. right, I'm glad we worked this out. Yeah, no, this is a fundraiser for kids that are struggling. Hilarious! I'm glad <laughs> we said that. I'm glad we said that. That actually opens a lot of things up for me, and closes a lot of things up for me. And you really whatnot. tune out during the pre-show prayer. This was full church gig for you today. Yeah, yeah, we, we did, did a prayer, prayer circle. Prayer. Uh, you know what I was scared about that prayer circle? What? I thought we all had to go. Uh- <laughs> Explain to him what we just did. So, and I thought we all had to go. Very rarely. Like, oh man. So uh, it's funny because they did an episode on church comedy on crashing, which it was pretty accurate. And they did a pre-show prayer, which I would say like one in ten gigs do a pre-show prayer, or at least one that involves the comedian. Okay. But like that's very common. Most Christian events, the services, whatever you do, there's some prayer yeah. involved, and. Uh, and so we all kind of circle up, and Christy, who's lovely, and they're all very nice, and I'm sitting. Everyone's cool, table, yeah, yeah. And like, hey, we're gonna do pre-show prayer, and I was like, all right, well, you know, I kind of doing some stuff. It will be nice. We'll go to the prayer, whatever. Sure. And yeah, they that I'm I, I you know it's it's that classic thing where you forget that who you're with isn't used to those things because I was I like, I thought it was gonna be one thing. one dude. Yeah, thought I thought it was gonna was be gonna, like a prayer before too. a dinner. Yeah. That guy's going to say some stuff. We say amen. Yeah. We'd break. But it know? was open. But it was open. So, yeah. like, he would he finished his two-minute speech. Yeah. And then there's, like, a 30-second pause and another guy jumped yeah. in. <laughs> then there's a 30-second pause and another guy and jumped in. And they all in. kept getting closer to you. Yeah. And I'm, now I'm running through stuff you're going to say in your head. <laughs> so now I'm like, what's the opening line? What are my lines? Yeah. yeah. What are my lines? And I, th- I this is what I settled <laughs> on. Thankfully, it never the peg never fell on me. I was going to be like, thanks for bringing us to Modesto. That was going to be my line. 
in the prayer. <laughs> Thankfully, it never came to me. But I was like sweating. I was like, uh, oh man, this could ruin the gig. You're working out some jokes. Yeah. Lord Modesto, more like Majesto. Yeah. That's what you called it. Majesto, your majesty is all over in Jesus's <sighs> name. Yeah. Uh, you know, that was a real fear for me. Yeah, I didn't ago. even think about that. I yeah. knew uh, that's, a, that's a funny. Or if you, you would have gone first. Yeah. And then me, I would have gone up and said ditto yeah. Oh, yeah. to whatever you said. <laughs> I've never loved the open "Hey, pray if you want" thing. I'm, but that's because I don't like. Uh, I don't like. You don't like free speech. I, do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like free speech to the Lord. <laughs> right. You got a sense. Of I that. get to say we have designated speakers here. Right. No, I. Uh, I. I've never been a big fan of it because I don't like the open endedness of it, and I feel like sometimes people use it as an opportunity to like preach a little mini sermon. Oh. Like it's less about the prayer and it's more about like that. Hey, here's the holy things I have to say. Ah. And that's my own cynicism, but I'm also correct on that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so correct. But uh, usually, what I in situations like that. A lot of time they'll 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 tell you who's the opener and who's the closer, and they'll okay. be like, "Hey, you're, I'm gonna start. You finish, and, and then, then we'll see what finish. happens in the middle." Exactly. I That's exactly you. it. Like we know who's starting the first quarter and the fourth quarter. Who okay. knows what's gonna happen in the middle of the game? All right. So, anyways, it, this yeah, we did go full uh, church gig thing, and it is funny when I people, was embarrassed because I reached out to hold hands with that guy I didn't know next. Is to that me. true? <laughs> I touched his knuckle. I touched his knuckle. He recoiled. I'm like, all right, we're not holding hands. I haven't done a prayer since I <laughs> spent the night at Ryan's house in the third grade, so here we go. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> Have you had moments of, like, panic where you go to the Lord? Like, when you're, like, and you know, like, they're like, oh, well, I haven't talked to you in a while type thing. Yeah, you and do? I get embarrassed because I don't know what to say, and I don't want to be disrespectful, obviously. This is the worst you mean, one. I mean, when you're praying. Oh, go ahead. Tell your story. Oh, well, I used to date a girl years ago yeah. who was uh, uh, evangelical. Yeah. That's one of them, right? Yeah, that's like a term that covers a lot of them. Okay. Well, yeah. that was her thing. And we went to this church, and everyone was very nice. And then the pastor came up to me and asked me something about the Bible. Maybe probably like what my favorite chapter is or something. Probably something real basic. <laughs> What's your favorite chapter of the Bible? And I think I said something generic, like I like all of them. And then he goes, oh, how much have you read? I'm like, ah, as much as you. <laughs> I was, and, and I realized. Yeah, you're coming across cocky. Right. Five yeah. seconds after I said that, I realized how rude that was. Yeah. But I was 18, <laughs> and I was just trying to get out of this situation <laughs> and not ruffle feathers. Instead, I went head first through the plate glass oh. window going, hey, this thing you do for a living, as much as you. This thing that you got extra yeah. degrees in studying. I got chewed out for that one. From the lady I was, the young lady I was she dating, embarrassed me in front of the pastor. Yeah, and I was like, I didn't know what to say. Yeah, what was I supposed to say? It is funny. That's like a thing that people really worry about, and certainly, especially in church culture, is like getting embarrassed in front of the pastor. Sure, because I was just trying to be polite yeah. and smile and thanks for having me. The food was great. Yeah, and everyone's cool. And I've never had that because I'm always like, who's this guy? Like, yeah, yeah. it's just a guy. But yeah, yeah, but I can't do that because I'm a guest. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And you and I'm representing this girl. I'm and dating. you like that girl? Yeah. <laughs> I had to bring I, cookies. There's, there's an old Foxworthy bit about his daughters, and he goes, "I don't understand my daughters. The only time that they ever want to lift their dress over their head is when the pastor comes over." That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're embarrassing! Put your dress down. You got think I got these little eight-year-old floozies. <laughs> those aren't it. Those are my tags. You should take note of that, Foxworthy. Yeah, yeah. You know you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll come into these towns, and so Melissa and I talk a lot about um, what our lives would be if I didn't do comedy. Oh, interesting. 
and is that her hint of quit no because (laughs) (laughs) no because she i i am more um worried that comedy will ruin our family i think than her oh because i don't want to be that guy what guy the guy that ruins his family for comedy or his career in general just because you're gone all the time because you sell out your family for your your goal or your dream or you know sure and and com- that's not unique to comedy, by the way. People, no. husbands and wives, yeah. ruin their families all the time for their careers. And they have regular jobs. Exactly. Yeah. They just overwork and they're overstressed and they can't sure. turn it off. Especially they realize now. they never liked each other, but there's already these kids yeah, here. Well, yeah. Well, especially especially when you when you're you never really get to be off work anymore unless you do work at a factory. No. Yeah. Because yeah. your factory doesn't follow you on your phone, but your your salary job does. Right. They're you not going to send you an email. When I worked at the rec center, I mean, <clears throat> I oversaw a front desk that was open from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m., yep. <laughs> meaning anytime they were open, I was open. Yep. Someone calls in sick, yeah. you get an email yeah, or a and, phone call. And if the opener called in sick, it was usually yeah. at like 10 p.m. the night before. Yeah, now you got to go. No, I got to go in. Yeah. yeah, so I was working just as much then. But uh, we talk about, well, the rec center is exactly the life that we would have pursued, but like I got offered a few promotions while it was there, but I would have had to move like the opportunities that I had were to like Boise mm-hmm. and Salem, Oregon. Mm-hmm. And we talk about that a lot. <clears throat> like that's how, that's how a lot of people end up in these, in, in cities like this. Sure. They just got relocated. Yeah. They just got their job moved here and they're like, Hey, we're going to give you an extra $20,000 a year. And you didn't want to take it because you wanted to keep comedy open or you didn't want to take it because you didn't want to move. Your it was because of comedy. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, definitely because yeah. of comedy. Cause I, I wouldn't, when my kids were younger, we would have been willing to move wherever, especially because the, the both of those were Northwest offers. Yeah, but that's what a lot of people do. But I think that's what we forget. You know, in our lives, you know, we go, "Oh, you're traveling all the much a lot," and you go, "Well, other people's lives sometimes they move every three or four years because whoever sure. the primary breadwinner has got a raise." Yeah, you got to make new friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Melissa moved. They were military family. They moved every three and a half years. Yeah. I went to five different elementary schools. Yeah, so. Yeah, I get that. And not wanting to do that to your kids. I totally get that. Yeah. <clears throat> we would live somewhere else right now if we didn't have kids. Where was that? Well, because I'm a full-time comedian now. So, so you can we, live We anywhere. can live wherever we want. Yeah. You t- you can too. Sure. But my kids are so, you know, like, they're so into, you know, their lives at this point. My son's yeah. a sixth grader. My That's a, a tough... Yeah. So I feel like you can move your kids from city to city as long as it's elementary school yeah sixth grade once you hit that middle school yeah that's when there's cliques yeah there's different groups friends. and that's tough your whole life your friends that's you remember tough. my my son has tipped into that time and i remember this where if we do something as a family yeah he asks if he can bring a friend right and it hurts yeah yeah yeah. i'm like we're enough son <laughs> we're enough. <laughs> no and you get to hang out with your parents and two little girls yeah <laughs> Can I bring I, a friend? No. 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 He's always asking is like, could I do something to make this more fun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll have a good time, but Listen, not Listen, I've done enough of these trips with you guys that I know the level of fun this is going to be, and I'd like <laughs> to I'd like to set it up a notch, you know? And your girls are headed for that, too. They're just younger, so they don't know yet. Yeah. But then once they're going to be his age, they're like, yeah, can I bring up yeah. a friend? Like, the, the fourth grader is in it already. Or she's in third. She's almost fourth. But, like, she- uh, She gets it. It's And they're catty, and they're social. You know, mm-hmm. like, it just kind of- uh, and it's crushes. You learn and sarcasm at a certain age. Yeah. And then you're just unlikable until you're able to learn that sarcasm. Yeah. And when to imply it and use it. <laughs> apply it, not Hey, can I bring it. a friend? <laughs> yeah. 
since <laughs> since you losers are going to be there. I have a yeah. I have a moral question that I'd be curious your thoughts on. Sure. As a non-parent, my uh, daughter's in third grade. What do you think about parents reading their kids' diaries? No. No. Yeah, that's private. But oh, have it, you been doing it? Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, let me let me make a case. Okay. Uh, by the way, this has come from someone who my mom still opens my mail. <laughs> That's why I have my check sent to her, so she knows I'm doing okay as a comedian. Because yeah. she gets, she, I know she opens all my mail. Right. Yeah. I think that um, my here's the thing. I I don't. I should tell the. My daughter has like four pages in her diary. It's not, it's a new thing. It's a light reading. It's yeah. a light reading. Yeah. And, you know, she's in third grade, so honestly, I can barely make sense of some of it. She's not a great writer. I love how you already admitted that you dove in. I did, but I've been wrestling through the emotions of it and like whether or not I should be doing this. Okay. Because my motive is not to snoop, it's to keep her safe. It's to keep her safe. Yeah. My motive is to know what is going on in my girl's life. Right. And this is a channel into that. And it, I, I've told myself, like, if I find something, I'm not going to incriminate her or use it against her. Sure. Which I tell myself. But then if I saw something in there, like, hey, I, you know, well, so what happened You'd have was to snoop around. What yeah. happened was, was um, she stole four boxes of her own Girl Scout cookies. Nice. Yeah, she snuck them. It's like the old Jen Cobra bit. Uh, she snuck them. Did she like cover up the paperwork? No, she's th- she's in third grade. She's terrible. Oh, okay. Terrible crook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we found the boxes in one of her drawers. <laughs> I was like, you didn't even think to throw these in the outside trashes and bury them under some things? Like she's like, that's genius. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Noted. And then, um, but we were missing other boxes. Oh. And she's kind of going through like I'm testing out a lying phase. Yeah, what can I get away with? Yeah. And so I was like, I got to read this because I want to see if she stole more. Wow. And she admitted that she did in the thing. And I was like, but then she was like, uh, uh, it was just a really. This is actually a good life lesson for her if you bust her on this stuff. Yeah. Because this is what like politicians and rich people are getting in trouble for now. Right. Leaving a paper trail. Yeah. <laughs> Don't put out a memo yeah. going, hey, we're going to do this, this, and this. this. is obviously illegal. Right. That memo will get found. Right. Keep it in your heart. Right. Keep Don't it in your heart. Don't write it down. Yeah. Come on. Don't blog about this. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I, I really, and, and people, you're always welcome. I would be curious other parents' thoughts on this. You know, I feel a note or a message. Do you remember? This stuff, is what this reminds me of. Obviously, loosely. Yeah. But you're obviously you're doing the best. It's what you're doing. I think is wrong, but your heart's in the right place. <laughs> Do you remember that mom in Africa that chained her oh, son yeah, we, to we a tree were, because we read about she's this yesterday? Yeah, right? she's oh, mentally the, the kid's mentally disabled. Right. And she chained her to a he. She, the mom chained oh. the boy to a tree, and she's like, "I was trying to protect him from bullies." Yeah. Her heart's. In the right place. Yeah, no, because she's like, these other kids will hurt him. Yeah, but then when you wrap a chain around a When kid's you saw leg, the picture, you're like, yeah, oh, that's no. Not okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. no. So imagine seeing he's that like picture. A, he's like in the gold medals in the Special Olympics. Right, right. So he's yeah. come around. He's doing great. But imagine this picture. So that picture of the kid with the chain and the mom over there yeah. going, I, uh, now imagine this picture, a picture of you hunched over like oh, a creep, no. <laughs> flipping through pages of like a, a Polly Pocket Diary or whatever's <laughs> popular today, and you're like, oh, no, my heart's uh, in the right place, but that looks wrong. <laughs> you're right. I mean, it is a privacy thing. But uh, your heart's in the right place. 
My mom, what she does, that's a federal offense. But her heart's yeah. in the right place. <laughs> I I don't know. I think that maybe if um, I don't know it, this, and this is what parenting is, and I say it on stage. There are absolutely uh, thousands of impossible to navigate decisions. Sure, it's kind of like comedy in that way. Yeah, you're like, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do right here. Yeah, I guess you're, that's life in general. You're trying it out, and that's that's interesting to hear from someone who has three kids. Yeah, and you're like, you guys are still figuring it out. Yeah, especially because yeah. you've only been to as far as the oldest one is. Yeah, well, like we were like, uh, first like because the environments we were in where people like giving us advice on parenting and how you're supposed to parent and stuff. Sure. We were in communities that were like pretty pro spanking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, so we like, we did when Joel was first born. We're like, yep. Well, anyway, not when he's like a baby. We weren't yeah. spanking him, but we like tried spanking. Like over the knee. 1950s spanking yeah, or where you had to chase him around and you just got a couple whips at him because he's fast well you know he never fought it that much oh, uh, okay. <laughs> but like he like got spanked like a little okay. never a lot and we yeah. were never super but we didn't like it we didn't like sure we we're like ah, we don't want to stick with this sure you know um and so like he's had a totally different experience than the girls in that way yeah you know but like that's the thing like your first pig is kind of your first pig your first kid is like a guinea pig that's what <laughs> your first pig that's what he calls his kids yeah, when he's my not first on pig yeah yeah my mom and my or my mom guinea raised pig. my that's brother. what i was trying to say everybody. yeah my brother got raised way different than he had I a did. totally different life than you oh yeah for sure well i mean 13 years apart it's gonna happen but uh yeah so how'd you discipline him with the timeouts or something we got rid of the spankings and just went to uh, punishments face lashes <laughs> well that's what i was gonna say i never got spanked yeah, you just got hit in the face yeah one time i remember one time she slapped me hard and i took a dive because i knew there was you flopped like, yeah i flopped because i <laughs> i knew there were like three or four more coming my mom was a combo yeah all right she wasn't just like oh i'm gonna throw one thing at you no i'm gonna throw two slaps and an uppercut <laughs> Like, you know, she it's, had a she had a combo. It's where you yeah. started your love of boxing. Sure. Yeah. 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 So she hit me with the first She's slap. She's the I only take... kid, the only mom in history to give body shots. Oh, yeah. That's what ended up <laughs> happening here. Yeah. So she went full MMA. She gives me the first slap. I take a dive. Yeah. And then she just starts going to the ribs, kicking me in the <laughs> gut. And I... <laughs> <laughs> and after the after like the third kick to the midsection, I was like, "That was a mistake. I should have just blocked." <laughs> I should have bobbed and weaved yeah, on yeah, my yeah. feet for a while. Never go to the ground. Uh, and by the way, I know this sounds very abusive, but my mom is four foot nine. Yeah, maybe one hundred and fifteen pounds. So right, she can't. I mean. It hurt at the time, yeah. But I mean, like, there's nothing. If you want, if there was footage of this, you'd be laughing. You, t- you're, uh, you two are as close as a father or mother and a son as I know. Oh yeah, we have yeah. a great relationship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't, um, we don't spank. We don't. Um, well, that's good. That's modern. Yeah, you know, and I've always thought that the, uh, and I, I'll, I'm, I, I know that I'll have uh, uh, conservative listeners who will disagree with this, um, but I always thought oh, the biblical principles of it were pretty uh, loose. People, because they always say spare the rod, you know, spare the rod, spoil the child. Oh. And I've always thought that that's like a, oh, no, 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 guys, that doesn't necessarily mean a literal rod. You know what I mean? Like, the well, point th- of that is that you need to discipline your kid in some way. Sure. Because that same book yeah. that says you need to, like, hit your kids with a rod, Proverbs, yeah. says also you need to hit the fool with the rod. So, like, are you just are you just taking the same thing that you're spanking your kids with and whacking 
people so you think are dumb. Yeah, that's what we're supposed to do with people that voted differently than us. <laughs> <laughs> we're supposed to be out there whacking no, them with yeah, sticks. Maybe it just means that you're supposed to discipline your kid in some way because, you know, thy rod, thy staff, they come for me. That's the same idea that, you know, the maybe God Maybe I heard that it. wrong, but you just said spare the rod, spoil the child. Yeah. Spare the rod meaning... Don't hit him with this rod. No, spare the rod equals spoiling the child. It, you'll, I if see. you spare okay. the rod. All right. It's some biblical Old Testament. Language. I had the wrong. Com- I had a listen. It in the was wrong written spot. in Hebrew a long time ago. Right, it right. doesn't flow. Yeah, yeah. It's a broken language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we do the kind of like the rod for us. Discipline for us is like removal of privileges. Sure. You know, grounding all that kind of stuff, which. The best thing about Fortnite, you know, Fortnite, Fortnite's like yeah, another popular an video addiction. game. The best thing about Fortnite in our life is it's the easiest way for us to get our kids' attention. Taking like, that away. I, If I asked him. The threat of taking it away. Do, would you like me to punch you in the face as hard as I can? Yeah. And you'll be unconscious for a day. But when you wake up, you can have Fortnite or you don't get Fortnite for a week. He'll take the punch every time. Wow. Every time. You can work on your hook. <laughs> <laughs> I use it as an extreme, but you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. He's just like he'll. It's and and so like it's he's you know he gets emotionally invested into it. Sure. It's getting better, um, but it makes it really easy in that sense to just be like, hey, no, I'll take, away, take that away from you. Yeah, like, all right, well, I guess. But I'll do think this. about as you got older too. Yeah. I mean, like if your mom, I couldn't go to wrestling this one time. Yeah, because I punched Conrad Lund in the face in sixth grade. Dude, what Conrad do? Conrad. Uh, Conrad. Yeah, he made fun of me. And I threw a punch at him, and it was so weird. I threw a punch, and halfway into the punch, I eased up because I changed my mind. <laughs> and then, as I eased up like an idiot, he leaned into it. Yeah. So and even though I leaned, I, I eased up. He leaned into it, and it just kind of clicked him oh, on the jaw. Yeah. And he just kind of held his face. Did he have a glass jaw? Did he go down? No, no, no. He just stood there and held his face, and I just went sorry. And they just started crying. Oh, and no. then this other girl turned me in. I'm like, you, how dare you? And then uh, my punishment was I couldn't go to wrestling that weekend. Oh. It was a cage match. I missed it. It was Kane Oh, and going to watch wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Not wrestling practice. No, no, no. You pro wanted to wrestling. go to a pro WWF wrestling. WWF was in town, and the main event was Steve Austin, Kane, and the cage. It was a oh, house show. Oh, man. And I couldn't go. So I still remember that That is punishment. heartbreaking. Yeah, because I missed that. That was a Monday Night Raw, you said? No, it was a house show. It was a non-televised. It's a house show. It's when they'd put on shows that uh, it's not for TV. Oh. It's just like... Uh, so it's still good, but they, it's yeah. probably not quite as amped up. Yeah. As when the camera's To give you there. an idea, it's like when uh, someone comes to see us at a comedy club, but we're not filming a special. Right. We're just being so comedians. Most of them? Yeah, yeah. So most wrestling shows right. are non-televised. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's, it's and that was effective, though, right? I still remember it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it got your mom's and you. Did you ever punch him again? No, I yeah. don't think I hit anyone ever. Because again. now, then that's that. That's the thing. Like the point of consequences to me and discipline is not to be like a slave to whatever. This is the way we're doing it. The point sure. is to correct the behavior yeah. and to help the kid. Yeah, and, and that is what is different. Ha- and that is what happens in real life. Like if I was an adult and I punched somebody. Right. I wouldn't be able to go to wrestling either because I'd be in jail. Yeah. <laughs> or I spent all my money on bail yeah. or on a lawsuit or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, you can't go around yeah, punching people. Yeah, that's what we people. do. If you get a DUI, we're like, hey, you don't get to drive anymore for yeah. a while. Yeah, for a while. We were moved to that privilege because sure. you abused it. Yeah. So I, I think that is probably the right way. But some of these parents, I mean, of course, everyone does it differently and you see them in public and you're like, I don't have a kid, but that can't be the way. Yeah, you know, I like did a, that today at the grocery store. Yeah, yeah, with that mom that yeah. did the. Uh, I do have you want real, to take them? I really have a pet peeve of when you say something bad about your kids to another Other, stranger right. in public, or even if it's not a stranger. Which again, 
I get the irony of that. I get the fact that I go and talk about how hard my ki- my parenting is and the struggles of kids and all that kind of stuff. But also, I'm a comedian. I'm performing. Yeah. And yeah. my kids laugh and they see that. And we're in this grocery store today. Um, and the kids did something very harmless because it usually is. And I get it. I've been a strung out parent before. Sure. And will doesn't be take again. much. And she goes, uh, can I just leave them here? <laughs> She says that to yeah. the to the uh, cashier, the registrar. Yeah, the <laughs> registrar. Yeah, to the cashier, and uh, she kind of does like the. Huh, and she's like, it's been one of those days, and I said from the register over, uh, I bet that made them feel good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that's just why shame them like that. Yeah, I I like it when, uh, and by like it, I mean I don't like it because I remember it as a kid, like when you uh, when you trash on kids. Like they can't hear you. Right. It's like speaking about someone when they're right there. Right. He's like, I'm right here. You know, I hear all this. Yeah. And they're young. Their ears are great. <laughs> like, it's not like they missed any of yeah. that. So they heard all of that and they're just like, oh, I guess I don't exist in this situation. Oh, yeah. man. It's just, I don't, what does that do for a psyche other than tell uh-huh. the kid, like, well, mom, not only does mom not like us, yeah, she's communicating to strangers how much she doesn't like us. It's one thing to get mad at your kid in your home or in private. Yeah. You know, quite another to to shame them, and I'm sure we've done it. Don't My mom wrong. would never do it in public. She yeah. would just go, "When we get home, I'm gonna light you up." Yeah, I'm gonna but, go Pacquiao on you. Yeah, yeah, I'm going for the ribs. You better not take a dive. <laughs> 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 but in public, she'd be like, <laughs> "Kicking you in the ribs." Yeah, she went on. Yeah, she that's some CPS stuff. Ah, it didn't even leave a mark. Ah. she's really small. Yeah, you know, she's not like a, some Amazon or but something. But did your brother have any of that life? Never got hit once. No, <laughs> not even once. Do you think he's better or worse for it? Or the same or non? No. I mean, he's a really nice kid. You know what I've noticed with him? Because he's 18 now, so he's gone through teenagerhood. Mm-hmm. I was way more emotional. Oh, way interesting. more angry. I had, like, way more... I was way more of a pain in the ass. Yeah. He's not. He's yeah. always been fine. That's maybe why he never got hit. <laughs> You know Maybe. what I mean? <laughs> Maybe. She might have been willing to. I was better never, in school than he was. But she never needed to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah. He's just really even keel. He's nice. Kids come out like that. I yeah. have three for three wild kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, All of them? I don't have a kid that's just like, hey, I'm going to sit down for a while and just be quiet. I've uh, never had that. I have three climbers, jumpers, screamers. Insane. I, I always say to Melissa, I was like, we are a very passionate family. <laughs> we are a pa- we, you and I are passionate people. And so are have, these kids. We have uh, conceived three uh, passionate children, and they wow. all are. It's they're a handful. But that means like we laugh harder than most families. Sure. And there's plenty of yelling too. Yes. Not a, we don't yell at them a lot, but yeah. they just yell a lot. That and was one of the they'll things. Occasionally kick Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> the one kicks her. She gets the kid. Melissa. But didn't she have an eye injury from one of them? That was a fluke, though. That oh, was okay. A, that was a kid with a knife thing. What? Butter knife. It was oh, like a butter at, knife. At the yeah, table, yeah. The Claire was like two and just grabbed a butter knife and was like, Bleh! and the yeah, the butt of it hit Melissa in the eye. Oh, and it's, it's, oh, it's been a nightmare. Wow. Yeah. But that was not. Yeah, that was an accident. Yeah, that was a yeah. pure accident. And yeah. that was the story that I conceived for her to tell the public. <laughs> Smart. Hey, we can't get it. We Smart. don't want any bad PR out here. Yeah, yeah, we can't have bad PR out <laughs> on this run. Uh, 
so yeah, I'd, before I was a teenager, when I was a kid, I was that quiet kid. My mm. mom could take me anywhere. Right. Like she would have to take me to work sometimes because she's a single mom, and I would just sit there and be yeah. patient. And but I liked that relationship because I was never a wild kid, but we could trash talk other families. Yes. You because I would mom? just sit next to her and be like, look at this kid, huh? Yeah, and we'd do it in Hungarian so no one could understand. Yeah. That's not even a language. No, not that they could Google. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. So this is before Google Translate. Yeah, but even then, you couldn't keep up with the speed at which we were shooting it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'd we'd be like, do mm. you still do that? No, because my Hungarian sucks now. Yeah. She'll try sometimes, and I'll be like, I got some of that. <laughs> what was that last part? I know you're trash talking somebody, <laughs> and I think I know who. But what was the rest of that sentence? <laughs> I got the major nouns. That you said, but there sure, were a couple yeah, yeah. things along the way. I'm missing so you ex- and your mom were, that makes sense that you're super close now because you've always been super close. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because your kid's, your brother's 14 years He's 18. So, 18. He's, he's no, 13 no, no, years younger. So, yeah, you yeah. were almost middle out of middle school uh-huh. before you had a, ki- a kid brother. Yeah, I was an only you, child for You were an for only child this. for most of your life. And that's why, honestly, that's one of the reasons I think I really like being, being alone. alone. Yeah. Because uh, I remember one time this person goes, man, that sounds really lonely out there. And I'm like, what part? And they're like, well, the hotel, and the you're by yourself. I'm like, that part's never all bothered me. All the part me. of you being alone all the time. Yeah. yeah. That part's never bothered Yeah. Me. Because I, I still get my social aspect because I go do a show. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I'll hang out with someone for a couple hours, see people at the show. And then the rest of the time during the day, I'm alone. Right. And I'm never going, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had that. Yeah. Because I grew up in a house by myself. Interesting. So, like, I, the, solitude doesn't scare me. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't hate it, but I don't enjoy it. Yeah, I, see, I uh, I, I, I actually it. need it, like if uh, to kind of reset. Yeah, like like last twenty four hours we've shared a hotel room, which I don't mind. Yeah, we've actually shared a hotel room for a whole weekend before yeah. when we worked together. I don't mind that at all. Yeah, but if that was our life, like if you and I lived in a studio apartment together, no, I couldn't do that for two weeks. Yeah, I'd be like, I, I can't do. Yeah, this. the only reason you can do this is because you know tomorrow you're by yourself. Sure. Or and, yeah. and more importantly, Monday when you get home, you're by yourself. I need to be alone. I need to walk around in my underwear, eat my protein pancakes that give me awful gas. <laughs> I sing, like I do. I do a lot of I do a lot of things yeah. that I need to be alone for, and I like. That. I did feel a little bit in the hotel. This is the only moment that I have felt inconvenienced by you the whole time Ooh. we've been together. I sang. Is I got it? No, I didn't notice. I no. got out of the shower, and I was like, right, I'm gonna go put some clothes. And I was like, ah, I better put a towel on. Yeah. Because normally I get yeah. it in the hotel. I'm full nude. Right. So yeah. often. All the you time. Know, just just sitting in that computer chair. Which is a butt mistake cheeks because I just got clean. Sure. And now I'm definitely not clean. I'm getting back Absolutely. in this chair. So, Well, that's a good note to end on. <laughs> Talking about our naked butts and hotel chairs. People Never sit in those chairs. And I guarantee the maids don't clean those chairs. What's there to clean? <laughs> you, think they, you think they spray that and wipe it down knowing <laughs> that you did that? No. <laughs> they change the sheets and vacuum and leave. Uh, well, I appreciate you doing this old town. Let's Thank go have a good show. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. If you have not done so already, please rate and subscribe. Follow us on all the social medias and share with all of your friends. Also, if you want to shoot us a note, uh, you can email us at don'tmakemecomebacktheir at gmail.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode and you have not done so already, please go back and listen to all the episodes we've done before. Thanks so much, everybody. <laughs>